1: We blew I feel it. like it was longer than the week though, wasn't it? it? I I feel like it was many weeks. You know, it's the, I
2: like ho- that it's... It's, Andrew, it's the holiday season yeah. and we're just too busy out getting gifts for our loved ones and our girlfriends as well.
1: We always have an excuse why we didn't do it like I wasn't feeling it or you were sick or something like that. This week, it was, I think it was like Monday night. I texted you, which is like, oops. No. Like, totally had not considered the fact that we have a weekly podcast in any capacity.
2: Here's the thing real work fucking sucks. Yeah, it really does. Okay, so I've had this joke life. I don't know if anybody, anybody, if this is the first time, your first time listening to this podcast, congratulations. But I think a lot of you have been listening for a while. I've had this joke life where I've had these joke jobs for years. And they fuck somehow, I'm fucking, just the same way I did in college, same way I did when I played music, I shucked and jived and faked my way (laughs) until I fucking got in and made it. And I was, like, getting paid way too much to do way too little and all these jobs, and I was set, and I was fine, and then I got full of myself, and I'm like, you know what? I need to do a job that means something. Whoops. So here I am doing a job that means something, and I am, like, comatose. I was laying down on Monday. I was like, oh, we should have. I guess I'm like, I. There's something I got to do tonight. I I was thinking and I'm like, then I forgot. And then you texted me. Oops. And then I didn't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's how fucking, I was like, Oh shit. You're fucking. Yeah. Great. I like it, but this is the most important thing to me. Like what we do. I love it. But that, that just told me a whole, that sent me to a whole domino tumble. About well, I the I'm thing. At. It's
1: just like, yeah. Like you, you lose yourself big time in those things.
2: Hmm. I mean, I'm raising money.
1: I'm raising money for disabled
2: people. If I don't raise money, then there's like, you know, consequences. So it's very tense if I decide (laughs) to care. I know. I mean, I shouldn't care because I'm not a person who usually cares, but I do, which is much to my peril. This is the first time I've ever cared at a job. So I'm, but the thing is, I'm in, of course, I'm in the fucking hackneyed weird situation where I'm the one doing everything.
1: Uh, How'd you wind up doing that? You know what you did? You went too close to the fucking sun. You started doing like templates and emails and all of a sudden everyone assumed you could do everything, huh?
2: It's exactly, Andrew. I went in Mm -hmm. this, they call it a development shop. All right. I went into a completely bare development shop. Everybody had left. Warning sign number one. Who here? Who here saw that coming? Unanimous. You know, everybody raise your hand. Um, and uh, I'm like, hey, I can do everything. And they're like, oh, great. Well, we were gonna hire a director of development, but hey, we'll just you know, you can just do it, and we won't pay you anymore. Great. Right. Awesome. So I'm doing everything, <laughs> which rules, and is good experience. And if anybody wants to step to me, they'll get burned uh, straight up. But I'm 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 not. I'm like just okay at everything. So there's like things that fall through the cracks all the time, but my I can just be like, "Hey, you know, I, I I'm doing everything here, it's just me." That's what I say to my boss all the time. And they're like, "Oh, yeah, you're right." But it's very exhausting. And I can still have money in the bank. Maybe I'll just quit. maybe I'll just quit on the disabled people.
1: I man. This place must be like How do I How do I put this? <laughs>
2: You can put it any way you want, man, because I know where you're going with this. If
1: I were to start a business, and I had a short list of people that I'm like, this dude can just run this shit. No oversight. No nothing. Just turn him loose. It's going to get done. Buddy, I love you. I don't think you would make that short list, nor should you. You know, it's like, nor should I. Neither of us should be in a position where we are just... Left to <laughs> succeed on our own, uh-huh. it's not right for us. Yeah, you know? well, it's totally that's totally
2: true. i have deliverables. I'm I'm doing better than I was last year. Um, you know, but it's like I have to go from running an entire fundraising campaign by myself to doing forty corporate solicitations that need to total over a hundred thousand dollars by myself. Uh, Me, I don't even own a suit. <laughs> I have a jacket and pants
1: beautifully I have done what beautifully summed up.
2: Yes. I don't even have a suit. I have a jacket. And then along the way, I lost the pants. And now I have pants that kind of match.
1: Great. Great. Really good. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. So I'm going Stop in the there. Table people. We didn't, we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. Yeah. So I have
2: to walk into fucking general electric looking like somebody's intern. And say, hey, how about that fifty grand, pal?
1: Oh, it ought to be that's, awesome. That's real
2: good. This is uh, will be my year of funny, uh, of being funny and broke. And I think funny. it'd be
1: funny as fuck if you keep nailing it, though, and you just keep getting more and more stressful jobs and keep achieving it. <laughs> it'd be I really fucking, wild.
2: Without doing, I've raised almost hundred thousand dollars for the company already. I got a seventy five thousand dollar grant the other day. Jeez, I just applied God. for it, and then they gave you money. It's the biggest scam going. Start a nonprofit and profit.
1: I was actually thinking about starting a nonprofit earlier this week. In, in all honesty, I like I was watching somebody on Twitter have an actual mental issue and not like a cute like Twitter like you you said he and she and not they like some bullshit like, <laughs> that cute shit. Yeah, Yeah, that that thing, the things you get mad about on Twitter. This person was having a mental problem. Like this person needed to like have uh, what do they call that shit? Um, A fifty-one fifty. Yeah, like that. Mm. It was really necessary, and I started to wonder how many times a day somebody on social media goes fucking supernova. And I like, I just want to start a foundation just to reach out to these people. Like you could like. Rather than report somebody to fucking Twitter for being, like, a bigot, you report them for really hitting a wall. Social and then we just come man. out and we take care of them.
2: Social media outreach. Hey, man, I just just wanted to reach out. Are, are we cool? Like yeah, are we okay, a, man? There's a chat window that comes up and blocks yeah. all your social media until you answer. I'm not fucking okay. Somebody made a meme. Out of the guy in Turkey who shot the Russian Russian guy.
1: Uh, it's too soon. A
2: minute after, oh, and it was God. the John Travolta staying alive.
1: <laughs> confused, John Travolta shot the uh, the Russian prime minister, yeah, Russian was, fucking did did diplomat. You, did you? See,
2: I mean, the world is burning. Fine,
1: whatever. Dude, like that. And a week. Does World me. War Three have to start exactly the same way as World War One? We couldn't have been more creative with the way this started. Nope, a bullet in the back. It always starts
2: with a bullet in the fucking back, but um, but the dude, right? The Pulitzer Prize winning photograph of the guy raising his finger. People didn't stop. People didn't even blink and made oh, memes yes. out of it. A guy, oh, oh, Damn he's it. he's finger pointing in a in a crowd uh, pylon for a show. Oh, he's doing the you know, staying alive disco dancing. Oh, and I mean, it's oh yeah, The world is totally. This is like the '80s, but with memes. That's what it, people don't understand.
1: This, th- that whole thing. I was already having a stressful day, and I read that. And I never read the fucking news. I've been on my, like my news thing, but this was on. It was what this was one of those things that proves my news diet to be an accurate thing. The really important shit gets to you, regardless as to whether or not you read the news. The real shit will find you. Um, and so true. This one put me in a fucking state. Well,
2: the Chinese thing I thought was way worse than it was. It's nothing. They they stole a, a buoy basically, um, <laughs> just to be dicks. I mean, it's, I think it's kind of. Fun. I want to think that the Chinese guys were like drunk and they're like, "Let's fucking steal this shit." The high five, and then one of them had yeah. to jump in the water and they had to pull him out with the buoy. They're like, "Oh, don't leave me, dude!" And they're like, every time he swam up, to, swam up to the boat, they started the motor and drove away a little bit. You know, oh fucking asshole! But they're saying this all in Chinese, of course. Fucking asshole i'm getting cold stop it stop fucking Uh, cold in this water
1: it's it's all so bad but it's all so predictably bad on among along the most predictably bad like could have been solved twenty years ago with a quality rational conversation, but hasn't and has snowballed into something totally out of control and now we have at it's least
2: four years with no with no relentless. rational conversation at all
1: relentless. and why assume four like the dude has has broken the the meter like the the true acid test now is going to be in four years if we Just reelect this psychopath as opposed to electing the dude who can actually speak and hold a malicious thought and like have uh, have like a Machiavellian plan, (laughs) but be a fucking weirdo con artist, too. That's like that's that's going to be the new threat is like once this idiot is fucking had a has a heart attack in the Oval Office, uh, electing somebody who's like a a competent evil person as opposed to just like a buffoon. So, so yeah, that'll be a scream.
2: I find it all disturbing. Whoops, I find it all disturbing but also fascinating at the same
1: time. It, it is fascinating, for real. For real. It's a shame I'm going to die in the first bomb that goes off, but uh, no, you know,
2: you think it's... that you're still on the crosshairs, dude. Forget it.
1: The only upside I can see and this is this is a little bit of a uh uh sort of a riff on when people were talking about how the good punk records are going to come out. <laughs> I do hope nope. that now that we're living under the shadow of nuclear armageddon again that will at least start to have weirdos again well you know like we used to have weirdos i was listening to big black today and i was thinking about how there's no fucking weirdos anymore and maybe maybe they'll be weirdos again um uh, i doubt it i mean the
2: weirdos now are like that band porches like they're Uh, weirdos oh you wear a crew neck sweatshirt (laughs) it's so weird oh my god did you um are you wearing saint john's bay That's so weird. And, like, bright white sketchers.
1: Before you go too far, I'm really tight with one
2: of those guys. (laughs) That's fine. Porches Porches is a fine group, and uh, I've seen them play before. Well, I'm just riffing on your fans, much like we fell victim. We were a good band, but our fans, Um, it's the same thing. And I'm sure, don't act all friends forever about this shit. I'm sure some of your fans drive you up the ceiling. So don't don't even. I'm
1: fight. like I like that they're getting so much uh, so much traction that they're officially O and D fodder though. That's good. It's great. No, you've you've arrived.
2: All right. It was Mac Demarco, <laughs> and then Mac Demarco blew up, and then now it's your turn. Tomorrow it's like it's like uh, being called on the couch and when, on the Johnny Carson show. Tomorrow you will be rich and famous. Damn. <laughs> um, you will be um, on Robin
1: Leach's Lifestyle of the Rich and Famous. Remember that. Maybe all that good shit will come back. Maybe that's the maybe that's the trick. Is we're all gonna die in some really fucking ill advised conflict, but maybe we'll get to watch lifestyles, of the rich and famous again.
2: Things are looking up. I mean, they put a dome. They just <laughs> they just put a steel dome over Chernobyl. Is that right? Yeah. So we're gonna have clean water, yeah. um, forever. That sucks. so I wanted to go there. We can still. I mean, you can still. I think actually, what they said. Uh, I read. It. Because anything in Chernobyl, I love.
1: Yeah, oh, you can for, for actually sure.
2: view. Yeah, on <laughs> on one news outlet, you can view them dismantling the old building from the end because they're doing right. it with robot cranes. But you know, because it's Russia, one of those shits is going to break, and then the word to fucking become
1: sentient.
2: <laughs> I hope. I mean, if uh, not that much radiation, I watched uh, Young Box and I in the Love Nest. We watched a Chernobyl documentary about a cat that was. Living on the Chernobyl grounds, and Excellent. the best part is the ending, and I'll get to it in a minute. Living, in, and then has two kittens, and then when the kittens grow up, after a year, the mother's like, "Fuck you, I'm out. And you fucking know, so fend for yourself, die, live or die." Much like a lot of American women do, they're like, "You're old enough. You're 18. I'm out. I'm gonna go back and, and work." You're out. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to the rusty nail and see if I can get my old shifts back. You're out. I'll give you enough for a down payment on an apartment. You're done. But they left, and then they show they followed these documentarians. They followed the cat, and this, a family took the cat in. The radioactive cat. Little did they know they took in a cat that would shit boron every day.
1: The best. So please tell me a... this family died from radiation poisoning. Yeah,
2: they have had to. I mean, you can get toxoplasmosis from a cat, which feels like the flu, which I think I got.
1: I'm fairly certain I we both have that here.
2: Yeah. Like like swollen glands
1: in your neck. Yeah, feeling like I want to drive off a bridge, that shit. Yeah.
2: yeah, I got tox when I moved in, I got yeah. toxoplasmosis, I think. They call it the cat scratch fever. You guys love to love love away the, the heartbreak, love away the
1: sickness. Yeah. That's the plan.
2: But the family inherited or took in the stray radioactive cat. And I thought, what a poignant ending to a story about the people of Chernobyl.
1: So did these people live in the dead zone? Because I know there's people that just refuse to leave. No, there are people
2: who refuse to leave and most of them have
1: died. This
2: cat walked like 10 miles to like civilization. They show him walking through fields and then eventually reached a road where the cat got splashed by a puddle, and they're just following it. it have been really annoying, because it's following a cat. You go, like, a mile every, like, two days or something like that.
1: Yeah, this seems uh, slightly put together to I me. think they,
2: at some point, they're like, here, kitty, get in the car, and then we're going to drive ten miles and let you go. Don't um, look right at the camera. Don't look in the camera. Don't look me in the eyes, cat. One of the one of the crew members is really fucked up and tries to get with the cat.
1: Wow. Fucked. Oh, I, I really. Um, before we go to war with Russia, I'd like to go to Chernobyl. I think it'd be. Do you
2: want to go? Do you want to do the next O con at Chernobyl? I or think we should do a live
1: you. show at Chernobyl. Come if you dare. Come if you dare,
2: and don't ask us how we spell that. Either word. No. We're yeah. just <laughs> gonna. We're going. We're gonna show. We're gonna show our boarding passes to prove we're on our way to Russia. We're going to get a rental car. I don't know how to drive standards, so I hope you do.
1: Well, no, we'll, we'll figure it out. It? Let's get a driver. I, we've spent, both of us, enough time watching Russian car crash videos that we know roughly what to expect.
2: Oh, yeah. I'll just don't you know, fucking hit somebody. And then I'll be like, oh, you want to trade somebody? I'll pull
1: out a sword, and then the, screen, the scene will change. And we'll be safe.
2: Well, what I love is that watching Russian car crash videos is what America's going to be like in 10 years, where it's either a dope Mercedes... Or a total piece of shit, and no in between. Nobody drives like a, a like a Honda Civic in
1: Russia. Yeah, no, not at all. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like a Yugo that's being held together by like bondo yeah, or It's uh, or like Mercedes. the
2: Yugo that totally houses like T bones the the Mercedes and like people. That's like, like a woman screaming, "Oh my god, did you?" Believe? That's always
1: the best part is right after the impact. The, ah! and then they're listening, so like,
2: they're listening to like bad house music or like Rick Astley. <laughs> It's always really,
1: <laughs> oh,
2: but you know, you watch the car crash videos from America and the dudes are like, you
1: motherfucker.
2: And then the Russians are like, oh no. And that's
1: uh, it. Ah, they're, they're a stoic people.
2: Man, they are kind of. a... I mean, they've already had their. They've had their own nose, like real early on.
1: But to say these are people who remember what it's like to have to outrun a tank to get a loaf of bread, so it's <laughs> you know, it's all right. This is everything's relative terms. After that, <laughs> they're like,
2: well, at least I'm not outrunning a fucking tank. I saw my grandmother get bayoneted, so everything else is cool. <laughs> you know, for, in the stomach for no reason. The guy had a bad day.
1: Oh, ah, yeah.
2: Jesus! In Russia, Russia,
1: man, why can't you just fucking? Booby, just fucking take it down like eggs. I how fucking dead is Turkey? Oh like, my god. Oh, f-
2: you know that Russia is only one of the only countries that still drops static bombs? With no Is that no, right? Yeah, they just drop like when they went into Syria, it was remarkable. I am on a a member of a military for a military history forum on Facebook. Um, and they're talking about how it was fascinating that they just brought helicopters over with static bombs, like no intelligence. Like ah. now it's like laser guided, you know, they just put, drove it over your city and dropped six bombs. And they're like, whoa, it's like shit should... they
1: had laying around.
2: Yeah, kind of. It's like ordnance They just had laying around since Afghanistan. And they're like, well, we hope we hit our target. But if not, we're still going to like scare the shit out of everybody. Jesus. It's Christ. awful. So that's the, that's the, that's how they're fighting. And they're going to wait until Trump gets into office. And then it's going to be rock and roll. It's going to be like Wolverines all over again. Uh, Because they already attacked once. Remember that movie?
1: um, Red Dawn? Was it the Russians in Red Dawn? I thought it was like uh, some fucking South American country. I'll have you know, because
2: I'm an expert. Um, It was Russians and Cubans.
1: Okay, yeah, the Cubans, of course, they, they definitely got it together. And in a, in a fucking
2: real weird twist, they all—all all the Russians, the confluence of all the invading forces—met in Calumet City, Colorado.
1: That does make sense. It's uh, A mile and a half above sea level. Why wouldn't you meet there? Yeah, so they meet there and
2: uh, they attack a, a small city because why not? And then, but the Wolverines, they beat them all off. I guess. Well not.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. I got to go back and rewatch Red Dawn. I haven't seen it in like 10 years.
2: It's just like living in today, man. We're going I'm going to be on one side of the fence and you're going to be on the other side of the fence. Remember when they went to the drive-in that was repurposed as a prison camp? Vaguely. And they're like, "Avenge me! Avenge me, Andrew." And you're like, "I don't All want All right. You.
1: I don't want to I, like I you. so don't want to get involved I, in this
2: I don't know how to avenge anybody how how are we gonna be how are we gonna do this fucking next eight years I don't know how to avenge anybody
1: I guess I guess you fit you pick it up you know it's uh... <laughs> it's like
2: fucking after you hadn't fucked for like a year you're like yeah oh, you, right, like, I still you get, got this you get it together you learn how to avenge yeah like I haven't avenged anybody since I was a child and now I have to avenge the death of my father. Oh my god! What a terrible. I thought.
1: did the like in the immediate aftermath of uh, of the Trump victory. I did start to like research getting like a pistol permit and all this shit because it's. <sighs> I just started to reason that people like myself in the kind of world that we're heading into, <laughs> generally either wind up either in prison or fertilizing a garden. You yeah. know, like I, <laughs> pe- people of of my. My build and my stature, my interests, we usually don't do well no. when the world gets real dumb for these periods. So. I'm,
2: I'm going to come save you guys, man. Silver Honda's coming down.
1: Perfect. Great.
2: I, I helped you guys move. I'm going to help you live.
1: <laughs> help me break out of the, uh, the prison island.
2: That's it. No, it's just like escape from the... They're going to have tanks and everything, but I know that way of the FDR where you cross over real quick and you go up to Fort Lee and you go up to Palisades no one ever knew about that. No one never knew about it. it the freeway. Wild. When I used to go home and I had no fucking money when I lived in New York, that was the free way. You wouldn't pay, a, you wouldn't pay a dime. It's perfect.
1: Wow, interesting.
2: Really good. Not really that interesting, but it was good. Uh, and uh, but they wouldn't. The, the Russians wouldn't know to block that. The little bookstores totally open.
1: All right, I'm it's like a this.
2: different world up there in Fort Lee. Famous for the bridge uh, scandal, Fort Lee in the headlines.
1: Love that, that bridge <laughs> years scandal years ago.
2: So, um, we haven't talked in a couple of weeks. Well, we've talked, but we haven't done this in a couple of weeks. Um, do you know that today, a year ago today, Lemmy discovered he had cancer.
1: Only a year ago today,
2: huh? Well, he discovered he had cancer, and then, and like anybody does, he partied.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not shocked. That's that's about what I would expect from him. Yeah, and then he died a, a, a week later,
2: being the first victim of... Of 2016, which damn I think... he only died a week after he found
1: out he had cancer. Yeah,
2: well, he never went to the doctor. He was wow. like Warren Zevon, where we like Warren Zevon wouldn't go to the doctor for 20 years, but he was like, "Oh, I'm really tired all the time," and he had very curable cancer, but it was like stage nine, so that was it. But I heard Warren Zevon was a real prick.
1: I uh, yeah, so that, uh... that was my understanding of the man. <laughs> so forget it. And he did a
2: really, really. But he did a. You know what? When he was found out, he was dying. You know what he did? He he, he uh, commissioned VH1 to document his last three months on Earth. Jesus. <laughs> like that's your first thought when you find out you're gonna die. Like, oh, video hits one. Yes, the one the the station that plays all those Bonnie Raid videos. Awesome. Remember that one? Let's ah. give him something to talk about. What is VH1 now? Does it still exist? Yeah, but it's just, it's all reality shows.
1: Oh, all right. I mean, I feel like, is there a channel that's not all reality shows? I mean, I know there's a channel that just plays SVU 24-7. That's Channel Uh, 6. Yeah. (laughs) For all you uh, in England
2: and everywhere that isn't uh, in the 518 area code, and that's Channel 6. So
1: just turn on Channel 6, wherever you are. Wherever you are. It's just all SVU all the the time. It's the name of my
2: new uh, punk band from England, Channel 6. Speaking of punk uh, bands, I played the Ghost of Hardcore show the other night.
1: So tell me all about that. <laughs> Do you want me to? Really? It's, it's always a different story every year.
2: Well, well, somebody covered Green Day, which is really weird. Perfect, it never Very happens.
1: good. Very good.
2: Uh, I'm really glad they did though, because I would have totally forgotten about Green Day had not somebody done some crummy covers of them. I did Gang of Four, which was great. Excellent. Young Box. Uh, played with me. Very good. She played the, the Elisa's drum pad. She's very into it. And uh, I saw a video of myself playing, and I didn't look very good. And then I played, I shared a stage with Eric Busta for the first time in seven years. Very nice.
1: Eric Busta texted me randomly a few days ago. Felt nice. Love Eric Busta.
2: He really, really wants to do that thing.
1: I know. I we gotta do the thing. I know. I'm yeah. listen. <clears throat> Everybody needs some shit from me. Everyone just needs to take a fucking number. All right. <laughs> Look, man.
2: Uh, no, I understand. This is uh, this is the season when working men like us are in overdrive, and people I, just need yeah. to take a step
1: back. All right. Because I get here. There was irritable. a point, like two weeks ago where I came home from work and I sat down on a couch and I was like alone. And I stared at the wall and I said to nobody at all, maybe to the cat. I'm like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> like no one's in the room. I'm just by myself. I'm just like, I don't think I can do this. Andrew. Like the dude I work for now. I, I cannot tell if he is a robot or if he has an identical twin and they're just having the responsibilities and like getting one over on us. <laughs> I email him at midnight. What the he fuck you do at twelve o five? At midnight, I'm working. You're billing. Send for that a time? report at midnight. Hell no. Send a report at midnight. I get a response at twelve o five. Wake up at five in the morning. Send another report at five in the morning. Get a fucking response at five o five. Motherfucker, when do you sleep? Doesn't he does that? Is this like?
2: He does that Bill Clinton like half an hour, half an hour nap every three hours.
1: Yeah, it's it's it is something to behold. It's wild. People who um,
2: those are people yeah, who are on so, the fast track
1: to success. I don't know what the fuck this is. It was wild. Um, so yeah, so that, uh, that threw me, threw me for a minute. It took me a while to uh, to to get my bearings.
2: So you're I'm working for like okay. you're working for like Tomax and or Zemot. Pretty
1: much. Yeah, I can't tell which. I can't tell what's going on there. It's just, it's, it's fascinating, really. What if you had an identical twin?
2: <clears throat> Do you think Gabry would be attracted to him as well? I would hope so. Do you think you'd play a prank? Like maybe it was like April first, and Gabry was in the mood, and you'd be like, "Yeah, go
1: in, go in there instead of me." It would be awesome. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Think, think of how hard you'd have to dial back from that.
2: Yeah, like would you even admit it? Would it just be like, all right, go? She's not. She's totally. Well, that's innocent. the thing. It
1: wouldn't be a prank because you couldn't admit it. That's fucking terrible. So you would have to like. It would just be like, oh, I just. Some... I just painted myself into an no. awful corner. If Great. Something
2: you bring up in the car like, a couple years later. You're like, you remember when Alan was here? Like stayed over that time, and you couldn't tell us apart. Well, I have a fucking story for you. You were there. Yeah, fucking, but... I got a
1: side splitter for you. Yeah,
2: I got a. I got a fucking. I got a side. I got an old rusty nail to tell you um well okay so he went in the room instead of me and you i mean you know what happened that night that would be i think that would be fun i think it would be funny
1: <laughs> i'd be we'd be laughing about, about while well, i slept on your couch for uh for months months oh god come on it's in the spirit of the holiday what if it's all turning around so, what if you're going to have the nice house and I'm going to be the one in the basement being like, I'm going in the bar. like
2: <laughs> Driving the old shitty if, Volvo, listening to Elton John records, and I'm upstairs. Yeah. God damn. What if we've had it wrong this whole time? I, oh, wow. What if this is the year that everything turns around? Holy shit. I hope it doesn't happen. Come I, I hope you don't live my life. <laughs> I sincerely, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. That's bad. My life's looking up. I'm making money. I'm having fun. I got a pretty girlfriend. But I always think, I could all I could be living in Keith Sonin's spare room next week
1: if I if I play my cards wrong? <laughs> I forget who it was. There was uh there was a, a, a story of a monk who had a really beautiful cup, and every time somebody would say, "Oh, hey, nice cup," he would go, "It's already broken." Yep. And that was just it. And one day the cup broke, and he said, "Oh well, fuck it, it's broken." It's been broken. It's all good. That's a really great way to look at life, actually, honestly. It's already broken. The cup You're is already in that broken. bedroom.
2: So this is the year of You're the cup. you already moved in. This is the year of the cup already being broken. All you new mothers out there, the cup is already broken. You just got a new job. Very true. <laughs> just got a new job. The cup is already broken. Look at it that way.
1: Grand Theft Auto, it's 17. You got to pay the fucking uh, the legal bills. cup is broken, mothers. <laughs> Exactly.
2: Exactly. Somebody decided to play mailbox baseball and mean
1: it. Oh, it was real, real cut up, that kid of yours. That kid's a real... Fortunately, he hit an old lady with a bat from a moving car, and now you have a lot of phone calls to field before you can get to see him. And they put
2: the thing in the paper, and then the whole community oh, starts
1: calling yeah. your house. Somehow your picture gets put in the paper. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, you're like
2: trying to cover your face with your purse, but it doesn't work. And they well, got you a good even go, to shot. The, <laughs> go to Key
1: Food now? being yelled at. Go to
2: Key Food, yeah, because you're going to Key. Can't wait in the bread line of Key Foods because there's a tank in the way. Nope. That's what the That's future it. holds.
1: Cups broken.
2: But if they reinstate the draft, as Donald Trump says he might, then we don't have to worry about any of this shit because all of you youngsters, all of you people who have. Um, <clears throat> bought, like, a Telecaster, you know, you're really going for it. You're going to have to join the army. Yep. So there'd be no, no more fun, no more games, only war and misery and forgetting what you once loved and embracing you know, they hatred. They say
1: that war really brings men together, though. Maybe you guys all enjoy it. Who knows? I mean, yeah.
2: Like, there's, there's always that old axiom, like, I'd share a foxhole with him. Oh, would you share cool. a foxhole with me, Andrew?
1: I would. I think we're going to have to. So, you know, <laughs> we're already in the foxhole. I'm just thinking of the scenario where we're fighting for
2: our lives and we are we have guns and we're shooting soldiers and they're like, oh, my God, I never thought this would happen when we were back podcasting. But now it's for real. And I'm, I'm like,
1: God, that podcast trained us, trained us.
2: Honestly, I think it would. Uh, that's not out of the realm of possibility, given the current uh, global situation. And it's think...
1: unfortunate that our podcast inadvertently began. There was a spark that inadvertently began World War Three, yes. but we are making good on our promise to uh, to end this. Yes, we are. Our last episode, we said we're gonna
2: end this. We're gonna end
1: this with right. a shotgun blast.
2: Is this our last episode? Is that what you just said?
1: Uh, it depends. Whenever the war breaks out, that'll be our last episode. Well, I mean that's Turkey's to, problem. Get ready. To...
2: All good. Whoa. I think.
1: Yeah, we got a while.
2: All good World War III made for TV movies. It starts with turmoil in Europe, and you're like, ah, fuck it, I don't care. And then six months later, you're like, oh, something happened. You know, they like, took over a army base in the UK, and you're like, that's it's a whole ocean between us. Who cares? And then they do something in New York, and you're like, oh my god! But we have like a
1: year until then. Yeah, we got a, we have some time to kill. Yeah, it's all right. We can we can probably eke out another like. Hundred episodes or so before it starts to get real wild ass. I think
2: we're on a good schedule. I honestly, my, I, uh, young, some of my friends were young, very young, like 20, 21, 22 Because I apparently I'm the pied fucking piper. That shows. Um, <laughs> like, oh, gather around. I love to, live to me tell you a little bit to leave. Um, I was like, yeah, don't worry about that shit. Because they're at a show talking about Trump. Oh, what are we gonna do? I was like, don't worry about that shit. Because we all really, we all really write our own script here. You know, you can do whatever you want. Oh, for sure, you can do whatever you want. Don't let some fucking orange dude jam you up. You know, don't think about it. Just fucking, you know, until he shows up at your door. You know, with your mom. Don't worry about it.
1: It It's cool. I like. uh, I like that today was the electoral college vote. The big revolution in the electoral college. One of my coworkers uh, was was like, "This is
2: our chance." I was like, "Don't even, dude. It's over." He's like, oh, you a Trump supporter? I'm like, no, I'm a realist. I'm
1: a fucking reason supporter, you <laughs> fucking simp.
2: <laughs> it's never fucking... It hasn't happened since the 1800s. It's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. Oh, they're going gotta... to... Then he's then... This is the person who told me about Turkey. And I was like, man, you know, it's a
1: wild world, huh? When does this guy fi- find time to work? Just out of curiosity when he's not <laughs> saving the fucking world. what's he's he? An accountant. He answer the phones? He's
2: an accountant. He's a, a bean counter.
1: Oh. And he's
2: uh He also talks to me about football, and he's a Patriots fan. And he's, oh
1: man, there's no helping this guy. No, is there? he
2: told me that Earl Thomas is considering retirement because of how he hurt Gronk. And I said, "You should have your head examined." Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, "He hurt Gronk on purpose," and I was like, "No, he didn't." I said, "There was a perfectly clean play between two of the best safeties in the NFL, and he just happened to be in the middle." Whoops. And then he punctured, and they punctured his lung, and they schooled him. And he'll never be the same player again because he
1: dared. That's true. He will. He's going to lose five miles.
2: It's true. He dared to enter the clink with a chip on his shoulder.
1: Speaking of which, mm. uh, am I right in uh, in hearing that the Seahawks clenched the uh, the division for you? Ow, the, the road to the Super Bowl is paved with green and blue bricks, my friend. And
2: we are going to make it all the way, and we're going to win this time, I think. And um,
1: Might see you there, bud. <laughs>
2: that would be fucking great.
1: We can then- do more than fucking seven yards a play. Oh, I know. Uh, maybe it, we can uh,
2: make that happen. Well, you've got the little walkie-talkies going. The big thing, walkie-talkies, everybody hated it. <sighs> I was like, if you're on a conference call, you have a, you're taking a conference call in three minutes, and suddenly your phone doesn't work, what do you do? you improvise, you'd figure something else out quickly. That's what they did.
1: I do like that fucking uh, Eli Manning is like one of the more fucking tenured quarterbacks out there. Certainly one of the best records still don't let him fucking call his own plays. What his radio? Do so so like... you see that they,
2: they ran Odo Beckham jr. To the sideline <laughs> to get the play like high school. It was so good. I was like, Oh, that's cute. That's exactly what they did in my high school. Then like the dude would like have to b- remember the play, like say it a hundred times to himself between the sideline and the huddle.
1: X- Unreal. X- X- so, so good. Love it. I will, I, it also makes me wonder though if how many of those fucking picks he's thrown in the past few games were his plays. Like I wonder if every time he calls a play, he just fucking gets picked immediately. I Maybe mean, that's just what we have going on.
2: he's like, I got it this time. Get ready to laugh. I'm gonna call a play.
1: Pick six. Pick Six, pick twelve. I don't know how that happened. that was weird. We changed the rules in the time that took. pick twelve
2: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Well Jean-Jacques Gabor died.
1: <clears throat> yeah, saw that
2: I can't fucking remember a thing she did, but everybody I, on the I internet, was
1: think, saying the same thing what who fucking who the fuck is this woman? like I remember her for being ridiculous. Is that what she was saying this for?
2: well let me uh let me want me to read her uh, Wikipedia. Because this is a new uh, new segment uh, called reading Wikipedia that I think is really going to take off.
1: Great! <laughs> Did you donate to Wikipedia this time or what? No, you I didn't have donate enough. to
0: Wikipedia.
1: I don't like their
2: uh, I don't like their their fundraising platform. It's very rickety. Okay, so she Maybe was an she actress. You could work
1: for Wikipedia and raise
2: funds. I could now. I've got fucking I've got almost a hundred mm-hmm. grand. That's the golden number. If you're a fundraiser and you can raise a hundred grand in a year, anybody will hire you. That's the golden number. Measurable, deliverable, provable, hundred grand. I can do it with reports. I'm in. Do I want to do it? No. I don't like fundraising at all. I don't know how I got here. It's like I woke up one day and they're like, Hey, you have to raise money now. And I'm like, What? I was an executive assistant. It was easy to like call a restaurant and use the company card and you know, make calls and do nothing.
1: Book hotels. Talk yeah. that shit.
2: Fucking, yeah, book hotels. It was the easy thing. Now I'm like, oh, I have to.
1: Oh, you better not give him a smoking room. I don't want to hear about that again. Oh, oh, no, oh. And the other guy's, guy's high like, I room, hear you. I need
2: a high room away from the highway. That was what my old boss always said. High room away from the highway. And I, mean, I had to have a restaurant inside. And I was like, wow. well, sometimes there's no like when you're trying to book in Florida when all the fucking the only thing, place to stay is like shithole fucking read re, like the Hampton Inn is like basically just a repurposed uh, super eight. And her thing was, I
1: noticed that,
2: yeah. And her thing was like, well, we can't, I don't want any external doors. I want I want to have to have one door and then I want to walk up to my room. And I said, It's in Florida though. Like all the hotels are like that. And she's like, figure it they out.
1: They all have secret entrances. Yeah, what are you kidding me? The Yeah, we went to Florida a couple of weeks ago and I got I I'm 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 a Starwoods Star MX member. Um <clears throat> yes. and, uh, but uh, Marriott bought Starwood or some shit like that. Or you know, one bought the other, who the fuck knows who? And so I was able to use points back and forth between Starwood and Marriott. Cool, you know what? I don't want to pay for a hotel. Great. So I like I went and I got like a pretty decent Marriott in the area we were staying at in in Florida. Like, okay, that's cool. Whatever, it's fine. It would have been like two hundred bucks a night, easy, no problem. Great, we win. This place, like the next morning, there was a dude. Eating the continental breakfast, whose luggage was a 24-pack of Coors that was empty and just had all his shit in it. (laughs) It was fucking wild. It's, instead, like, there's, there's just no nice hotels in Florida. It's just, or maybe they, it's like, uh... It's like when you build a condo building in New York, you have to set aside a certain amount of rooms for, like, low-income housing. Maybe in Florida, you have to set aside a certain amount of rooms for, like... Backpage Broke hookers. transients to, yeah, to, like... Maybe that's... You get a cut from backpage hookers and broke transients who are, like, stealing fucking copper out of walls. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, it's wild. Okay,
2: we're gonna put you in our, uh, backpage suite. Um, there's a... It's a... It's nice. It's a high room. And, uh, there's, um... Don't worry about the stains on the mattress. It's fine.
1: Smells like Marble lights all the Smells
2: time. Like marble lights and bleach. It's awesome. Ugh, oh, there's God. a pink bra under the bed. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm. Uh, honey. Uh, yeah, the girls working in that room died of AIDS. Oh, fuck. Thank you. I mean, there's a woman across the street who's all too friendly. Over across the hall who lives there. She's super friendly. She's like... Yeah, I'll tell you anything you need to know about this room, hon. I was like, I'm just staying here for a night. It's like, yeah, she had AIDS bad. <laughs> exactly the type of thing that would happen in Florida. Oh, she had AIDS bad. She still kept on taking in guys, though. Uh, Thank you. Far. Oh, what was your name? Oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm Roberta. What's your name? Oh, I'm, I'm Terry, Terry Swire. Nice to meet you. Oh, yeah, so, uh, oh, yeah, that. by the way, that door doesn't lock. Just letting you know. <laughs>
1: I'm sure to leave my wallet with <laughs> the with the a hundred. Keep propped up next to it. So you can hear it if it opens.
2: Yeah, I, I thought I was smart. Took out a thousand bucks for walking around money in Miami, and now I'm worried I'm going to get rolled. It's nice to it's a nice feeling to take out a thousand bucks of walking around money.
1: Just cold hard cash. Yeah, to hundreds, it.
2: hundreds and four tw- like nine hundreds and four, uh, five four five twenties. Beautiful. I feel very stupid. Wow. I put it right no back. No cash. In the back. <laughs> No cash. no cash. I finally set up Apple Pay. I feel like a real fucking pioneer.
1: Real good. I love that shit. Yeah, the, you gotta, you gotta get the watch and do it from the watch. That's the ultimate. But
2: I, I would love to get the watch. The woman at the shoprite looked at me like I was a real asshole when I did it. though. Because yep. it's, it's available, best. but no one in the shoprite I go to has a fucking iPhone, let alone Apple Pay.
1: People hate your ass when you do that. <laughs> I was
2: like, blonk, 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 and it like wasn't working because she had to hit a button. She's like, I don't know where this other button. Like, it's like other the other pay button. She's like, I don't know where this button is. She had to call over a manager, and people are getting nice. tight.
1: I was, nice. like, I was like, don't worry about it. Next time I'll pay in Bitcoin. You fucking stupid idiot. Yeah, next time we'll pay in flesh. Um, this morning I uh, the 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 wireless headphones came out. So like little wireless <laughs> wireless earbuds. And you got them? And I got them. But I. Uh... I have the promise of wireless earbuds has been something I've been waiting for for a really long time. Mm. Like I think, I think I first wanted wireless earbuds when the first fucking Game Boy came out, <laughs> and they came with those. headphones. like it's that's how long I've waited for wireless earbuds. Um, so they really limited quantities. By the time I saw the news that they were pre-ordered, they were already like six weeks out. So I had to go and get them. Um, and they uh. They were just available when the stores open, so I had to get up early this morning. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm already up early. I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna get my shit together. I'm gonna go into Manhattan. I'll I'll stop at Grand Central first. I'll kind of see what the deal like. What the deal is there. Um, then I can head up to the Cube on Fifth Avenue. They're, they probably have the most. That's probably the longest line, but they're open 24 hours, so I can kind of I can play wow. with time a little bit there. And then if, if that doesn't work, I would always go up to the one on like seventy six and and uh, Madison, pretty quiet up there. I feel like that would be an outright spot, probably not that many. Either way, I can do all these things. I can still make it to work on time. I'll you know like it, it'll be tough, but whatever. I like a challenge. It's cool. Um, and so I go and I get to Grand Central. I walk up the stairs. I'm like, uh, hey, what's what's the deal with uh, with AirBuds or whatever AirPods? And he goes, oh here, <laughs> oh. Cool. i got myself all like psyched to go on this mission i mission. walk in the guy's like yeah here you, there you Here, go. do you see that that fucking huge pile of things over there that's that's all earphones you can just take three or four who cares it's fine no we're not even we're not even counting them i heard that tim um, cook
2: yeah. ceo of apple had the first and time ever friend. what's that
1: and personal friend
2: personal friend close personal well, don't talk him. shit
1: Friend of the podcast. No, I'm Um, just going to say facts.
2: Friend of the podcast, Tim Cook
1: uh, from Apple. I'm close with Tim Cook and Porches.
2: Okay. Well, uh, Tim Cook and Porches, uh, good friends of the podcast. Love them. This uh, this is about Tim Cook, though. Um, We'll get to Porches later. Um, uh, Tim Cook, for the first time in in the history of Apple, had to do a uh, make investors feel better conference call. And Apple was supposed to dip under 100 last week. And I was about yep. to fucking buy that stock and then it didn't. So I said, well, maybe there's still time. <laughs> so if it, that's my rule. If it dips under 100, I'm, I'm going to unload, I'm going to back up the truck.
1: Just grab a bunch of it. Do you think it's a good idea? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's, if you have like a metric fuck ton of cash floating around, you're going to like spend on garbage otherwise. And yeah, I guess so. But I always uh, do. I the problem is that they're in the part of the cycle where they went so hard on in this one direction of like personal little computers and it worked amazingly, except that the whole the whole paradigm is about to change. Like, I think we can all agree that phones and apps are boring. Yeah. Like, no one really gives a fuck. It used to be like it. no one gets the same dopamine release from it anymore. And they're too unless they've got something really magnificent that they've somehow really kept under wraps, so even like part suppliers aren't like getting out. You see, know, like I read the blogs where like guys look at their supply chain management and figure out what they're doing, like really fucking <laughs> wild shit. Um Yeah, there's there's just there's there's nothing in the cooker right now. They're gonna be picked off by somebody else. It'll probably be Facebook because they bought that Oculus thing. And uh yeah. <laughs> It'll be It'd the be new interesting. Facebook.
2: They have Facebook as a phone, doesn't don't they? Do they? I don't know. Yeah, I think they have the new, the new Facebook phone, or maybe they will. But I think that'd be a great idea because it's like a phone that you can use Facebook on. But that's it. But a, that's that's all you can do. It's a Chromebook, but for Facebook, and you can use all of the Facebook
1: platforms. For see, it would seem weird to get into hardware for those guys. I don't. Uh, I don't see that happening. They're
2: bored. They've they've uh, managed to f- manipulate the entire world, so they're now bored. <laughs> they're like Lex Luthor. They're now bored.
1: I was reading a, a blog post by Zuckerberg today talking about his home automation system, like the AI he built for his house, this motherfucker. Um, bored. Yeah, it's, it's something else. Yeah, so bored beyond belief. It's hey, fucking hey, insane how bored probably, this dude is. He probably jerks off just like the rest of us. I don't um, know, man. You think he does? Do Although there is a weird thing. I don't like. I don't. I don't really care for Facebook. I never like. I never got the cult of personality around this dude, so it's just kind of whatever. He just seems like a fucking dweeb to me. But um, in the article I was reading, it was like, and so I needed to kind of reverse engineer the API for certain pieces of hardware, like a toaster or a t-shirt cannon. <laughs> like what the fuck, t-shirt cannon? Are you? What are you talking about? And it said in a real non sequiturish way, like. I, as the reader, am supposed to understand why he has a t-shirt canon. And I wanted, you know, obviously, I'm a a human, I'm inquisitive, I wanted to Google that and see if he had some kind of, uh, I don't know what the fuck, like some Pee Wee's fucking playhouse uh, style house where these things happen, but then what has become the bane of my existence somebody ran up to me in the office and said major emergency need your help and then uh that was the extent of that thought before i had to go and deal with the major emergency the fifth of the day
2: major chalk emergency
1: major chalk emergency drop everything drop whatever pleasurable experience you were having and fucking put your goddamn helmet on get into the fucking trenches
2: we're out of green
1: yeah we're out of green chalk we're out of green chalk there's none left
2: Andrew, it's been a while since we've read uh, some misconnections. Let's do this. I'm not afraid to admit <clears throat> that the Capital Region is very boring. And as such, the misconnections were very boring. So I decided to split our time between Cheyenne, Wyoming and, yes. uh,
1: <laughs> and your Brooklyn. Good she- choice. Yeah. Just to get a, a little, um, you know. All right, you know what? We're going to make a game of this. Don't tell me where these are from, and I'm going to guess. <laughs>
2: I love it. I love it when you're into it. Hold on. I got to put on some fucking music that really sets the tone. Okay. Wait, you know what? I just had a revelation. Uh, Not really a revelation, but uh,
1: Andrew texted me earlier today. I, I was going to say, fuck, that's right.
2: And he admitted to liking Van Hagar.
1: Yeah. I. There was a few days ago where we were getting ready for work, and I put on pound cake just to be obnoxious because it's an obnoxious song. <laughs> and i like to be obnoxious to gabrielle and she I, somehow finds this charming or at least puts up with it because the <laughs> she can like
2: beat me I do the fucking same shit to young box. what is wrong with us i don't why? know I, we're, why because we she's like, so
1: good to me why do i do this i like
2: to poke the bearer. my girlfriend is very infinitely we have infinitely patient girlfriends and we are different differing levels of man children
1: really stupid very very, very dumb stupid men stupid
2: men who try to be smart
1: and um and yeah. they just put up with us because I don't know. I don't have I have no idea why. I would never stand for this. I don't I don't wanna um, ask I don't wanna yeah, ask no, why Tom, because then i will force her to be like, Yeah, you're right, why?
2: And then Yeah, she'll I'm not out. letting
1: either of them listen to this episode. Yeah, no um anymore. But yeah, I put it on just to be obnoxious. But then today I was at work and I was I had those fucking wireless headphones in and I'm just like telling my phone hey play this. Hey, play Steel- play Asia by Steely Dan. Play you know blah, 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 blah. and yeah, I, I threw on pound cake and I was like, Oh fuck, this is happening. <laughs> uh oh. Are you Uh-oh. ready? I'm ready. Hello. No, I'm still here.
2: This one's entitled Cocksucker. I miss you a Starbucks, old friend, for coffee and to give each other a good kiss. I want to suck your red Russian cock all day. Again, old boy and fill my belly with cum. Signed, Dennis Morse. Now (laughs) guess.
1: Brooklyn or Wyoming? Clearly, Brooklyn. Ah, Wyoming, my friend. There's a Russian in Wyoming? Yes. Wow.
2: There's a Russian and a Starbucks in Wyoming. Two things I yeah, never Yeah, no, two
1: very unlikely.
2: Okay, this is pillow talk. Pillow talk. You were an amazing girl since I met you. I miss the conversations we would have late night, not wanting to hang up. Oh, God. Our kisses and hugs actually gave off this strong energy you could feel. You were a gift and a curse. I just want to scream oh. your name outside, hoping you'd hear me. My tears don't dry. Holy shit. My capital H heart has darkened. <laughs> you took the two things that matter to me the most in this world. There were all lots, spelled A-L-L-O-T, of words on left said to you. I feel like I deserve better treatment than the way you treat me. I've been there since wow. the beginning, watching you grow since high school. I've been to all your dances. When no one else came, I was there. When you needed company, I was there. I lost my friend, which was you. I hope and pray you're okay. I can still smell your perfume on my hair. What? Hold on. Uh, Okay. I can still smell your perfume on my hair. So he has like long yeah, What does that mean? So he has like long hair. Like he would hug like you know when you know when your girlfriend wears perfume, right? He's like probably ever, 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 ever wears something nice. And you hug her, like, oh I love you. And then you can smell her and you, right? But then he has like but in long like hair? Yeah, but he probably he has got like long hair, He yeah. has yeah. long hair. <laughs> so oh, dude. um I have to I have to beg the question, Brooklyn or Wyoming? Wyoming.
1: Brooklyn. What Brooklyn, the fuck Brooklyn. Anyway, so all right, so they have Starbucks in Wyoming, and they have high school dances in Brooklyn. Okay,
2: well, uh, you know it's uh, not a perfect world, but we live in it. So here we go. Green floppy hat. Your blazer and jean shirt didn't seem warm enough for this frigid day. But I found the green floppy hat somewhat charming in a Robin Hood meets a cowboy sort of way. I wore a long greenish-gray parka, a light gray hat, and a white crocheted scarf. I think you may have sat in my line of vision on purpose. I looked back on my way out of the store, and I think you did too. Message me if I'm right, and we can meet up. Wyoming... Um, Brooklyn, good Marcy All Avenue, right. Brooklyn. Here's one you'll never get. Okay, both writing and notebooks on the M train over the Williamsburg Bridge.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Whoop whoops. Sorry, I had a run. I didn't mean to be rude. This is the worst. This is the this is everything. Like if you're like if you're like a professional Brooklyn hater, which a lot of people are, but they've never been there. They hate hipsters. This one's for you. Sorry I had to run, I didn't mean to be rude. I do write in notebooks all the time. It's harder to write in winter when your hands get so cold, but I always have it with me anyways. I write all sorts of useless things in them, mostly in French. I always use the same kind of notebook with no lines in them because I am messy. Now I have a whole shelf full of them.
1: Why don't you use lines you're messy? Why don't you fucking... Why don't you jump? Why
2: don't you fucking... Pull the chip. The, the doors break. open?
0: Yeah, pull the jump emergency brake,
2: pry the doors open, get out, and jump off. How about that? Um. <laughs> now I have a whole shelf full of them like an archive of the years gone by. I'll write a note about you in it for archival purposes, signed Leo.
1: Thanks, Leo. Cool, you want to move yet? Yeah, Leo, I just got a restraining order against you, you fucking creep. <laughs>
2: Um, okay, we're gonna start this up again. Andrew, um, you gave me a ride to my job interview. I know this is a long shot, and I'm totally regretting not introducing myself. You saw me walking and gave me a ride to my job interview. If you're out there, I just wanted to say hey, and I noticed your cock. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: Because it was out. The entire time you were driving me, you had your cock out. I didn't notice it at
2: first, but then when I saw your cock out, I was strangely okay with it.
1: Yes, where decided the ride was worth not mentioning your cock being out. Yeah, it's like uh, the, it was uh, twenty minutes. So it was a really long time.
2: Yeah, uh, it's right up there on the right. You can you can just leave me at the corner. Oh, I'm yeah. Down. Anywhere here is fine. Yeah, I don't know what you're working. I mean, I admire the fact you stayed hard for twenty minutes while we're driving. Yeah, that was. That was admirable. You do have some staying power, but anyways, where do you think that was from? Wyoming. You're right, because the guy—getting it now—some hayseed was walking to a job interview, and somebody was nice enough to pull over and pick him up with his cock out. Yep, (laughs) like making—that would take the edge off, uh, you know, the job interview, I guess. I guess, you're yeah. Like, well, fuck. I was worried about the job interview, but I was just—I've—I've I've just about seen it all today, and then I can bring it up at, during the interview. But like, you know, the damnedest thing happened to me on the way here, and allow me to share. I mean, I'm accused of oversharing, but uh, you know, you, if you're going to hire me, you got to get to know me, and you got to know that I'm pretty fucking crazy.
1: It's my hope that this w- this job was at the Starbucks.
2: <laughs> Probably, maybe that was the guy who wanted a belly full of cum. God damn it. All right. Jesus. Wyoming's a wild spot. Wyoming is pretty wild. The one the filthy, dirty ones are all from Wyoming. For instance, here's one entitled Where is That Load? You came to my house Where is it? Where (laughs) it's like, you know, I had that happen to me once when I was making love to a woman and she's like, Where did it go? Like, I have no idea. I pulled I did, I pulled out and it just went too fast and ended up somewhere in the corner. Wow. She's like, where Damn. did it go? And I was like, I don't, I don't. I don't know. Um, so this guy's like, uh, hey, where's that load? You came to my house and we went, <laughs> uh, excuse me. <laughs> By the way, where, uh, before I leave, where's that load? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, oh, I totally forgot. It's like you borrowed a record. Like, oh, dude, totally. Hold oh on. Got it right here. All right. Uh, you came into my house and we went to my bedroom, which means you live with your parents. Um <laughs> I sucked your cock and you shot the biggest load in my mouth and on my face that I've ever seen. And I've sucked a lot of cocks. Oh, good to know. I gave you some green before you shook my hand and left as the jizz still dried on my face. I would love more of that. By the way, I changed my email.
1: Oh. Oh. To what? Uh, what are you... Fucking, how is that helpful information? Like a
2: terrible life at earthlink.net. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Gun in my mouth at altavista.com. Dead in Wyoming, fucking awful. Wow. Anyways, that was um, Wyoming or Brooklyn. Our favorite new game.
1: Yeah, that's I think real good. That's a great
2: game. With. No, it wasn't even a game until Andrew said so. It proves our hmm. uh, our dynamic chemistry is no nowhere near dead.
1: I uh, I had called up the uh, the Facebook for Latham Circle Mall to uh, to read reviews. They're not good. No, and I got most people just log in and leave a star review and don't actually leave anything. So I gotta be, uh, I gotta do a little more homework on these mall reviews. Unfortunately, let me
2: uh, let me save you by taking it to my hometown of Glens Falls. Yes, perfect. Read, uh, some uh, mall reviews uh, from Aviation Mall. Aviation Mall. It's called Aviation Mall because before anybody lived up there, it was famous. For having the first airfield in upstate New York. Excellent. Where people would fly up there and be like, Oh, why the fuck are we, what the fuck are we coming here for? Um, all right. So <clears throat> Beatrice didio. I think I went to school with her son, Larry didio. I had a problem with the floors being slippery and the new one is even worse. I used to like going there to shop, but honestly, I only go on the holidays. Bonton has no selection for seniors and very limited for kids. Their practice of putting things on sale at the register is criminal.
1: It doesn't seem like that's criminal.
2: I will not pay the high prices they charge. If they close, they only have their selves to blame.
1: Their selves, yeah.
2: I will give compliments to their staff. Uh, Space, space, comma, space, space. Always pleasant, though. (laughs) Not enough to help on the floor. Even Sears has become greedy, and I never go there either.
1: It used to be such a nice... What is... Broke America, what is your obsession with stores being greedy? Yeah. I am is... failing to understand this. I really try. I love this white tone. This is the, a very
2: white tone where they're like, I'm indig- I'm just indignant that I fucking found, I went to a store and things cost money.
1: It was like that woman with the, the fucking candle shop in the mall. Yeah. Like... Well, you raised your rent too high, oh, yeah. bitch. Open your own fucking mall. It's called market pricing. Yeah. What like what do you not understand about this? I I understand you failed at a fourth grade fucking math, but like along the way you just absorb how these things work, don't you? Look, Jesus Christ,
2: Andrew, this is this is Beatrice Didio. All right? My bad. My this bad. Show some respect. My bad, she's a she's a senior. She's uh she's trying all the things she's seen. Think of all the things... I have a great old person story right after this, if we have time. Um, Think of all the things she's... All the life she's lived. She's seen Mm -hmm. the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s.
1: Going back and forth and back and forth the fucking Cumberland Farms and her fucking house. Back and forth, back and forth. Getting baloney, back and forth. Getting gas, back and forth. Ritz crackers. (laughs) Fuck.
2: Same diner every Sunday. Same
1: fucking diner, same waitress.
2: Missionary position once a year. Oh, beautiful. I'll let Ken in that one time. Oh, that's all I need for the year, (laughs)
1: huh? Making
2: love to Beatrice once a year is like making love to any other woman every day. She just really knows how to do it good. And I say that, Beatrice, I don't usually make love that hard, but I was really in the mood after a couple of cocktails. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that, it was much better than last year.
1: Oh, I hate it. I had a problem with the (laughs) floor. You hate my I couldn't...
2: Even Sears has become greedy and I never go there either. It used to be such a nice place, but the management raised the rent so high, the good stores oh! left. What a shame. You know it. You know I was waiting on that nugget. Holy fuck. Oh, no. Jesus the Christ. Fucking rent.
1: So the greedy
2: high. landowners. Well, uh I'm gonna do I'm gonna Saw
1: two boys robbing the bank that's been robbing us for years. That's it's right. like okay, Let him know. cool.
2: Trust Co, more like I don't trust them as far as I can throw them, Co. Anyway. Uh let's hear from the youth. There's a young woman named Rachel here who has a different perspective. I took my boyfriend from Holland to the mall today. Um what what what, what? Holland. Okay. This guy was a go he looks like Holland, Michigan. No, he looks like he's, like, from Holland. She works at Walmart, oh. and she's, uh... Yeah, this guy's a goatee, and he's looking like he's from Holland, big time. So, I took my boyfriend to Holland from, to the mall today. Went to the arcade. No attendant to help. Most machines just took our tokens and didn't work, or worked, and never spit out our tickets. We left quite a few machines saying it owed us tickets. Walked around to see most eating spots are closed, as are most of the stores. The ones left are very expensive and mostly kids' clothing. Not a great experience for an out of towner. <laughs> f-
1: I hold you entirely to blame for that, I gotta be honest. <laughs> you know that feeling when people come visit you from four thousand miles away and you say, Let's go to aviation mall? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Know, you, yeah. know, you have you know you have a vision. You've met this
2: girl on the internet, Rachel, right. You have this vision in your head. I she lives in New York. That's got to be you know because in Europe there, you think nothing of driving two and a half hours, three hours. Dude
1: thinks he's going to see the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, and-
2: we're going to take the Circle Line. We might even go to Niagara Falls. What I mean is, you know, that's cool. And then he's lands in Albany and starts going north. And he's like, well, all right, you know. Uh, and she doesn't look anything like she doesn't even look like she did on Skype. She's got Skype angles down. So he's like, fucking motherfucker. He's there for a month. And she's like, well, I hope you don't mind. I still have to work. So he's like just there, you know, just walking around, leaning against, leaning in the doorframe, you know, from Holland. Doesn't even speak the language, really.
1: Just got two Xbox games. They're not good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like beat, beat Gran Turismo in two hours. He's fucking bored as hell. <laughs> Eating Mac and fucking best value Mac and cheese. Fucking had awkward sex. She smelled like vodka. Awful. Anyway. Ugh. But she's like, well, I've got news for you. It's going to blow your mind. We're going to the mall today. And he's like, oh, thank God. I've never been to a real American mall. This is going to be great. And then, uh, unfortunately, it was not a great experience
1: for an out-of-towner.
2: <laughs> wow. Look, man, like, I don't all know. All the stores
1: or... are expensive. Do you want to read a... Do you want... I... That's impossible. That's impossible. No, it, there's no, there's no economic model that allows for both expensive stores and half the mall being closed. It's not how it works. Well,
2: it's just the it's expensive based on what you have in your your wallet at the time. So if that shirt's ten and you have two, then that's expensive.
1: That's expensive. Interesting. Uh,
2: it hasn't been the same since Old Navy closed their doors. Well, Alex Roberts is going to end our uh, mall discussion because there's the, these are the only reviews on here that are one star. But this is a long one, and very dramatic. Excellent. So, I used to love this mall a lot back in the day. I'd be able to go there, browse around, and possibly buy a few things here and there. Yes, those were the days, but now, I don't know who it was that made the awful choices, but honestly, it's disgusting. All these shops closing down, and you know why? Because the person running the place... R, spelled A-R-E, increasing the rent and making it hard for the very few places that are doing good, being able to stay there. Holy fuck, this guy's illiterate. Product of the Glens Falls High School system, no question. Like, seriously, you want to run, you want to increase the rent on the few places that keep your mall running? That's like, I don't, like,
1: do you... <laughs> this is all about what rent. What the fuck? I knew them. Like, so, so, so if I'm to understand that 20 people on my block move out tomorrow and nobody moves in (laughs) that my rent is going to increase as a result of that. I'm going to have to pay a 400% premium because everyone else left. Yes. That's what, that's what, that's what you're saying that, (laughs) that supply and demand are, are are, are the entire fucking, the entire ratio is backwards now.
2: (laughs) Well, um, I, uh, do you want to read, do you want to hear the, uh, the dramatic conclusion?
1: Oh, please. Yes. Oh, by all means.
2: That's like cutting out your lungs, heart, or brain and just laying there. I will go to bed now. (laughs) Discuss it of the recent news of more places being shut down. Also, PS, also it is within my suspicion that you guys are doing this on purpose so that you can shut down the mall and reconstruct it and make it into something else. Possibly. Why else Possibly. would you be this? also
1: could be that you're a motherfucker who thinks Bonton is fucking expensive yeah, you, and no one goes there to yeah, buy anything. Alex, you, you fucking, fucking walk
2: thing. there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what? You walk through the trails to go to the mall. What are you talking about, man? Uh, you yeah, Rachel, some guy from Holland. You can't spend a couple bucks. Plus, Tilt is a great arcade. Sorry. Uh, why else would you be this foolish? But don't worry, I am not finished with you guys yet. I am yes, personally the going, parking
1: lot. I am
2: personally going to be stopping back here and I will demand to see the manager of the place. Lots yes. of people's jobs depended on this place, and I refuse yes, to see the good finally. <laughs> the epicenter, the ground zero of white indignance is right.
1: Yes, sir, the fucking Paul Kersey of Aviation Mall has fucking <laughs> made himself known. God.
2: I'm mad as hell and I'm not gonna take it anymore. <laughs> Yay, come back here with my daughter. Come back here with oh, my mall. No. Hey you. No more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, I got something for you. And he pulls out a 38, <laughs> shoots the mall manager in the stomach. He's like fucking why? This was such a cake job. Now I'm dead. Um I set have to fucking like like count like losses every month. It's amazing. Um, I'm
1: not done with you guys yet. Yeah, you I'm to demand not... to speak to the manager. Oh, manager's busy. Yeah, Sorry.
2: Manager's busy. Uh, oh, well, I'm just going to sit here until he comes out. All Lots right, of people have been dependent on this place, and I refuse to see the good people I know there go down with no fight because you don't have a care in the world as to what happens to them. I doubt I'd get much assistance, but if any other customer who actually did enjoy the mall at some point in their lives is ashamed to see where it is going, I will just kindly ask on January 23rd to make visits to the manager's office and demand to bring back life to this place and stop with this bowl that they are trying to pull. And uh, one of his friends uh, chimed in, I'm just pissed that GameStop is leaving. <laughs>
1: Thanks. Thanks for the support. Appreciate like, it. As
2: am I. They literally only left because the mall tried to squeeze more money out of them, and GameStop said no. I am proud of GameStop. Greedy mall is destined to fall now.
1: How? Yeah.
2: Okay. I I urge this person to go to a sporting goods store, and uh, buy a rifle. Not to shoot up uh, the mall, but to shoot himself.
1: Uh, my man has an anime character for his, his, uh, his, his, whatever, his avatar. I love... And his job is streamer at Twitch. <laughs> uh,
2: I love that, Um. yeah, I, oh, he's really into, uh... oh, he's from fucking Fort Edward. He's engaged, too. Oh, look
1: at this guy. Oh, man, this kid is... Um... Well, definitely a school shooter like for real yeah, for real this dude will definitely have, uh, be fucking dragged out with an ATF jacket over his head for the news
2: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, aviation mall shooting strangely safely enough oh thank god there was actually no one in the mall
1: we missed everyone one the you know was there he couldn't hit a fucking single person <laughs> there's only three
2: people there's one person working at TJ Maxx and they ducked behind a counter and behind some clothes and he didn't get shot there's one security guard who ran into his car and drove away peeling out and then everyone was in target and they didn't even hear it. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's the, that's really the nutshell of the mall. They built a target at the end and then everyone just went to the target because they're like, fuck this. And then that was it.
1: <laughs> it being a target is uh deep irony, <laughs> deep irony. So that's
2: good. I mean, you know, uh aviation mall, we're trying here, you know, they're trying. And, uh, I think the, I, su- I support them. 110 percent i think this injustice is uh i think that's a cause that i can really get behind and i'm going to contact alex personally
1: yeah this kid is a fucking uh, a case man i should I'm say i've been flipping through yeah. here we got this this dude needed some help sort of go this dude should be fucking contacted by my uh by nonprofit very soon yeah definitely but we should
2: <laughs> the uh, social media anonymous is that what it is
1: yeah, this dude needs... Uh, hey, man, Alex. Uh, I don't know what he needs. Like, we need to like test the lithium levels in the groundwater up there. Zero. Negative. Yeah, or like negative fucking four yeah, that's, somehow. That's
2: PCB country up there. That is ground zero for people who came out a little, uh, little overcooked.
1: <laughs> a little bit tweaked. Yeah, a little bit tweaked.
2: You came out a little overcooked. I don't trust you for a goddamn miracle.
1: All right, this has been episode 140 which we sadly did not turn into episode of us drinking 140 yeah but uh yeah that's that that happens sometimes I, I, maybe I, that just means that 240 is going to be even more violent
2: oh my god yes we're gonna get a fist fight god damn it
1: yeah it's gonna be oh, going to be wild um anything you want to plug no not at all i'm feeling good
2: i actually i've got a new uh, i got a new meds called vibril and i feel great
1: whoa yes jesus did you so you're off, all, you're off all the old ones and then just on this? Or no, this I,
2: uh, I was on Prozac and I stopped taking that because it made me into like a weird, uh, like zombie person, and uh, then I had to uh, get off of it, and then I had to wait two months, and then I had to get back get on something else. So I'm on Vibro and it's making me like awesome. I feel solid, strong, horny. All the normal things are supposed
1: to feel. All the good things. All Perfect. Good things. It's great. Great. All right. I'm uh I'm on nothing. <laughs> I'm on uh, I'm on magnesium at bedtime. Okay. see Um. Uh, yeah, and that's uh that's that's that's
0: about it. All right. Well, one forty. All right.
1: One forty. We'll be back next week with one forty-one. We'll do our best to keep to the the schedule. Let's see if maybe I hope maybe that can happen this time. All right. Okay. We're getting, we just got real quiet. Visit your local mall. Yeah, go right to your on. go to aviation mall. Bring <laughs> bring your bulletproof vest if you go to the mall. Hey, yeah. ah, 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 ah. I think, yeah, you're not stopping me from going to the mall. If someone
2: wants to try to shoot me? Like I have another thing coming. If you shoot me, you better kill me. Yeah, you better shoot me. Right. If you shoot me, the only place they're gonna shoot me in the back is in GameStop because I'm looking at games. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm alert, red alert, all night. You can't even you can't even get by me. I'm like too bad. I'm too good. Got a Holy rifle. Got another one too. <laughs> I got a See rifle and another one too.
1: Alright. See you next week.